Hello. 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 <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. You may be wondering why we're sounding like this, and it's um, it's because we've we've taken some delicious deep vox pills. So mm, to yummy. sound yeah, yummy to sound more manly. Yeah, the problem with our podcast thus far, I mean, there are many problems, which I'm sure you're aware of, but the main issue uh-huh. with the podcast as it's currently been is that our voices are very high and irritating, and when people listen to them, it just really, like, hurts their ears. Um, mm. So we've taken deep box in order to be, like, more mature sounding, more of, like, you know, a podcast bro. You know, we want to sound like Chapo Trap House. <laughs> We're sounding so sexy right now. Sounding so sexy right now, but I think Do not touch yourself. (laughs) Do not touch yourself to our artificially altered voices. I'll know if you are. It's fake. It's just recording. (laughs) Just recording. No, hi. No, hi, Banda. Hello. Hi. Okay, we'll, we'll get we'll get out of that. Okay, sorry. Sorry, didn't know quite what happened there. I'm sure it was nothing. Sure it was nothing. I was busy thinking about boys. talking about the gender games yeah welcome back to uh our patreon bonus episodes or two immortal incantations immortal space immortal incantations (laughs) infernal affectations um (laughs) heart spell podcast public feed if you're listening to this in the future Mm -hmm. um you know who I am. I'm Chaz. I'm here in this living room with my two beautiful co-hosts. Yeah. Uh, just chilling. Just yeah. straight up chilling. I'm Robin, but I'm also chilling. It's good. I'm Janusz, and I'm incredibly on wire. I, I, have, I am the least chill I have ever been. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time we've been able to record in the same room, which is Yeah, it's gonna, it's really going to throw us off. So if we sound, you know, different, that's why, and it's not the deep box. Um, <laughs> You might Don't be wondering what it. Deep Vox is, and we'll get to that. We'll get to we'll that. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, so it's been a while yes. uh, since our last episode. It's been a while. We're sorry. It's, you know, it's the summer. We all had stuff going yeah. on. It's August. I didn't, but... <laughs> well, I've been... <laughs> Most not, of us. I've been non-stop partying, so Yeah, that's Rob, why... Robin's been, like, having a social life, but I've been deliberately sequestering myself from the rest of humanity to not spread my <laughs> contagion to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the contagion of Chaz, if you like. Mm. Uh, my masculine energies, you know, I'm protecting people from my toxic masculinity. Um, but here I am, spreading. <laughs> you'd, you'd be an awful mattress citizen. I would, if mattress, I don't know. They don't like violence. No, you'd be good in... You're allowed to be like a, a sort of vaguely masculine. You'd be great in mattress. I think in mattress they they, they would love you. I suppose they you... like they do like assertive women. Yeah. Yeah. You would be queen of mattress, which yeah, would be very upsetting. Yeah, I'd be queen upsetting. of mattress. I would be like... <laughs> queen of mattress. I believe in the monarchy now and I'm queen. <laughs> the mattress queen. The queen of the mattress. That's not the first time. <laughs> cool, the queen of the mattress. Okay, let's... Uh, before we get into the gender game, which we read this week, um, by Bella Forest. That's right, we've, we're going back to the old Bella well. I think the, I think we deserve Wella, this. The Wella Forest. Yeah. We deserve having to read a Bella Forest book after all the crimes we've did in uh, in Heartspell. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's time. It was time. And this is also the first one we've read since we started writing our own books. So I feel yeah. I feel like we're gonna have a very different perspective on how the whole yeah. writing we, process works. We know more about the mechanics. <laughs> we know about how to write a book. We know we, we know what <laughs> plot structures are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We know how to publish uh, a paperback coffee through Amazon and kind of. to come out looking very normal. <laughs> we know how to publish a book that doesn't have like huge <laughs> margins both on top and on the button. I want to deeply stress that it did not look like that in the previews and every single preview took like 20 minutes to generate. Yeah. So, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you attend... Uh, 10 euro patron, I hope it was worth it. Yeah, yeah if you're I've mad about it, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I have sent them out, so they should be should be either there or on their way. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Uh, before so, we get to that. Before we get to that, yeah. Um, we have, you know, some news, some... Della Forest court case update. Amber speaks up. Amber sells her side of the story. Finally, a woman's perspective. Finally, a British perspective. Yes. You may be wondering what the British perspective on all of this is. Uh, you have it, because we're here. But, um, yeah, basically, we just got a statement from Amber for, I think, the American case, um, the Seattle one, mm. which we got access through the Facebook, um, through unnamed Facebook member who has mm. access to a lot of the, uh, the court cases, who is very suspicious. Listen. <laughs> She's very suspicious. He will message us and say, hey, talk to this person. And then... But it was it. someone else. Yeah. Oh, so that was so... Why are there so many suspicious So, so Well, well someone, someone sent me a message through the, um, the Twitter um, who had a very suspicious looking... I think I might have mentioned this before, but they had a very suspicious Ooh. looking AI generated um, <laughs> profile picture. And then all they said was to talk to this person who's on the Facebook group if I wanted to know about Bella Forest, which is... A, but the first thing they did was send me a reply that just said, I have information. <laughs> it, was, it was very uh, scary in the moment then it, when, it, when it happened. Um, I was very afraid. But that was a while ago. Since then, like, this person who got the information, they have, like, kind of an excuse why they got it. Like, it is, at a, it is available publicly, uh, and I just don't know how they took interest in it, because it's, like... Yeah. It is available on some legal website, but you have to know the case number. The case number was like back in the, back back when back when it first broke, right? They posted about this on their Facebook page, which by the way, all all the images on this Facebook page are like stock photos. Yeah, yeah. The thing is we 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 had a look at this person's Facebook page. First of all, we invited them on the podcast and yes. they declined, which is why we're putting them on blast. <laughs> um, but they had like only a few pictures and they were all very attractive, arty looking pictures, which is immediately suspicious. Yes. It was like one group photo of three very attractive women laughing in a well lit outside space. Yes. Um, and then one of a woman with brown hair looking away, standing in a field. Yeah. And the one thing they posted like back in December was Bella Forest fans, you might want to know about this. And then the whole like the original <laughs> court case that we discovered yeah. in the Bahamas. Yes. Like it was that like it is publicly available information. But, right, like, but also, I mean, we've made this joke before, but, like, no one is trolling the Court of Appeals <laughs> website just for the Bahamas, just for fun. Right. <laughs> right. Like, there's... I'm I not think. saying they have information. 
I'm just saying that we when we when we searched these pictures on Google that they had on their profile picture, they were all stock images. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and like when I when I asked them uh, if they want to come on come on this podcast, they said, oh, "Well, I I don't have any other information on what I shared. Uh, I I'm also just an, that just a just a just bystander, like an and I'm party. Yeah. and I'm afraid to like get sued or like." Uh, suit for defamation which apparently they They're told me later threatened. that they have been like contacted by Carlo uh, they have been threatened by Carlo with a defamation lawsuit like yeah. see earlier. this is we're not afraid to get sued I am afraid <laughs> to get sued no but we're also much more careful to cover yeah. our tracks I think we've been fine I, think I hope so it's, it's hard because um, the British the British way of being sued is just so much stricter than like any other country um, did you see who was it sued someone for saying that their comedy wasn't irrelevant anymore? Was that John Cleese? John Cleese. Yeah. It was John Cleese. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. because people after he announced that he was doing a no holds barred taking a hit at cancel culture comedy special, people were like, well, he's not even funny, and he was like, actually, this is libel. I'm objectively funny, and I think he might have won. He actually, won. He, he did won. He won one against um, some journalists. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of the older stuff. John Cleese is is, ob- is objectively funny. I think, but I'm not. I don't think he's objectively <laughs> funny anymore. So I'm not sure I believe in objectively funny. I'm very. I for one am very excited for his um, no holds barred sorry. hit piece on the one. I'm just. We we got we got a brutal review from the Shade of Vampire Tumblr account. Um, where they initially liked our podcast and then changed their mind and said we were lame and terrible and I sent them an anonymous message asking why and they haven't responded <laughs> so I was just double checking <laughs> that they hadn't yet um, we have our fingers in so many interesting pies <laughs> yeah so basically what happened is this person who we were just talking about on the Facebook group um, uploaded this court document which they managed to get and it was very very long um, it involved like a full statement from Amber and like a lot of scans, photocopies of emails, and so much evidence. Yeah, just basically her entire like yeah. court case. Um, it's it's like part of like a previous court case, I think that that also got to us leaked by that yeah. person earlier. Yeah, yeah. There's there's so much. Which so... I I didn't I just didn't mention. I I just want to trail back to like why this person does have reason to have this information is just because back in December when their one post was hey Bella Forest fans that was when the Bella Forest Facebook page started picking a fight with them yeah and they were like uh. in, in their replies and they said oh we have evidence check out this court, court case yeah. which was the Seattle court case that, yeah. that, that, that we later got hold of it's just that at that point there was there was like much less information and, and, and the same court case they, they just keep adding information to that so that's yeah. how they it's, it's yeah, a very... so you can find it if you if you were beefing with Kylo back in December and they somehow readily <laughs> yeah. gave a, gave away this information, which I'm, I, they might reject. It. He might s- reject at this point. Yeah, that whole the whole case is nuts. It's crazy. <laughs> like a lot of the information we got is stuff we either knew or Suspected. guessed from before. I mean, allegedly from Amber's point of view, what Amber says happened. Um, like all the fake people yeah so gloopy. <laughs> gloopy. i hate fake people i hate fake people i hate fake people i hate when i have employed some sort of tax evasion company <laughs> and then they just cut they turn around and they turn out to be fake bitches <laughs> you know it's awful it's terrible um yeah so although a lot of the information we knew it's the details that are very it's enjoyable <laughs> interesting to know i guess yes um <laughs> Yeah, so, like, um, I can give you a rundown of every single one of the court cases that they're currently in, which yes. are listed. A, 
A claim brought by HBL and CSNP in the Supreme Court of the Commonwealth of the Bahamas against Ansbacker, which is the bank, and Amber. A criminal complaint brought against her by Savola in the Magistrates Court in the criminal side of the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. Three, a civil claim brought by Amber against HBL, Savola and related parties in Cascais, Lisbon, Portugal. D, a criminal complaint lodged by her, Amber, against Savola in Portugal relating to a physical attack at her apartment. Which we'll get to. <laughs> F, a criminal complaint lodged by HBL against her in Portugal. So that's by Carlo, well, by HBL, Carlo against her in Portugal. G, a complaint by CSMP and Savola against Amber in Nicosia, Cyprus. H, a charge asserted by HBL against Amber in Nicosia, Cyprus. And I, the criminal complaint lodged by Amber with the prosecutor's office in Geneva against the S&P and related parties. And then obviously this one, which is the Seattle-Washington case. So 10. Yes. Bloody <laughs> hell. So this is the thing, is like when she was asking for more money because she didn't have enough money for her legal fees, <laughs> like I don't I don't think she was lying about no, money. No, I believe her. That's a lot of fucking it's, money. It's fucked up that she like didn't give them information about her income, which is why she was refused in the end. Yeah, yeah she didn't disclose all the information, which she shouldn't have done. Yeah, but I mean... Like, not morally, just like... Just for, for that's her a very, case. Yeah. It's a very easily avoidable, like, legal problem to yeah. have. Yeah, so... Don't perjure yourself. <laughs> so that's, like, one of the, the main things. The other one was... Um, it really is going to turn into, like, a bleak house scenario. I do worry I that know. she's just going to run out that of money. Because I don't know if they... The thing is, I don't think they can use... They can use... She got the money from the account for those legal fees, but I'm not sure if he's allowed to use it for his legal fees. I'm fine with him not being allowed to use it. Yeah, so she, got so like, she got, like, the money the first time. It was just the second time she asked for even more Yeah, money. although if, she, if her lawyers are like, no win, no fee, if you win, then we get a cut, then I can't imagine that, like, just draining the account. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, that's a lot I mean, of they tend, to, they tend to have hidden fees as well, even yeah. if you... <laughs> And as we know, she doesn't have that great, like, judgment when it comes to who she employs. No. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, another thing we learned was that prior to them taking control of the Ansbacker account, they basically persuaded her to put all her money into the Ansbacker account, like, incrementally over a period of time. Yeah. Which she thought she had power of attorney over, and then, obviously, it turned out she didn't. Uh, and this went through various people, one of whom was Karina Snyderova, who is one of the directors, the co-directors of CSMP, who I'm not saying isn't real. <laughs> she might be Carlo. But I'm just saying that when I Googled her, there is no social media, no business report. No, she has she's a, on LinkedIn. She's on LinkedIn. She's on Facebook too, but it's a very suspicious but, yes. account. And there's no, yeah, there's no profile picture there's on LinkedIn. There's no profile picture on LinkedIn. All the, speaking, all the speaking friends of, seem the to be like random, randomly added. So I now have Carlo on LinkedIn. He's one of my um, connections. Um, <laughs> Don't tell him that. This is her Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a stock photo. Yeah. Um, I think. Maybe she's just very private. She just posts a lot about jewelry, but like, seems like, I don't know. There's no pictures of her face. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of her in and they're all like low hat. They're very obviously stock photos, right? Yeah. Um... But yeah, the LinkedIn, it's so funny if you look at like the employees of CSMP on LinkedIn because there's about 10 people listed. Half mm-hmm. of them are called like LinkedIn account. Yeah. LinkedIn 5. Some of, yeah, some of them have names but no profile photos and then you go on their account and it's like. 
there's no information. Works at CSMP. Yeah, no yeah. other no other information about their employment. No information about where they studied. Carlo loves LinkedIn though. He shares things like of almost course. daily. He's like, oh, the crypto market is a, uh, <laughs> it's booming. It's not. Nice booming. to know that he still has hobbies. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Karina Snyderova is Carlo, but if if it is a person, like if it is an employee, they definitely like, you know. I listen. I'm not saying she's not real. I'm just saying I believe that she's not real. She's like she's also like his co-author on one of yeah. his books. Yeah, um, one of the crypto books. But I couldn't. I couldn't find any like apart from those two social media accounts. I couldn't find anything else about her or like her working at any other places. Um, yeah, she has, she has nowhere else like on her LinkedIn. There's no just, real proof that she's a real person. Which, yeah. to be fair, I don't think there's real proof proof that Ka- that Carlos Savola is a real person. Interesting. One thing I wanted to point out about like Karina Snyderova's Facebook though is among her friend friends is also some guy named Carlos Savola, and um, his profile pic is also a stock photo of some guy cradling a white cat like in a James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Googling evil, evil yeah. profile pictures. And his cover photo, it used to be the last time when we first prepped this bit of the show, like when we first like stumbled upon this this uh, new information, his profile photo was just a nice like ocean landscape. Uh, he changed his cover photo four, three days ago to um, two $20 bills with the text... Bitcoin is better printed on them. Now that that's, does seem like Carlo. That's, oh, that's gotta be Carlo. Oh, we didn't even talk about how, speaking of Bitcoin, um, the Bella Forest Facebook page made a post uh-huh. like so a month ago. I, I feel confident in saying this in and, and not being sued because I think it's reasonable. Um, okay, my opinion. Reasonable yeah. I think if you if you were under any doubt that the Bella Forest Facebook page was being run by Carlo, then... Um... Oh, it definitely is. <laughs> I mean, I, I basically asked him that and he sort of... Yeah. It. But mm. he, he did post a link to his own book on the, he said, like, on Bella, the Bella Forest, Forest Facebook page. He was like, Bella Forest, fa- are you waiting for the next Bella Forest book? You might like this one. It was a book that was like <laughs> the history of money written by Carlo Schiavola. I From Cows to Cryptos, it's his classic novel. so funny. From Cows to Cryptos, yeah, that's yeah. what it was called. If you like such great novels as The Gender Game or A Shade of Vampire, you might be interested in my book on cryptocurrency. Yes. <laughs> They're the same. <laughs> Uh, yeah, also uh, involved in this was um, a, a woman called Janata Lupi, Lupi, <laughs> who was like the person who Amber was in communication with for most of the, the early days, from what I can tell. And um, when when she asked for uh, her emails, they all had like some sort of color Savola in them. No, she was just that, like, hey, Giannata, can I have your personal email address, please? And then the reply was, yeah, sure. It's me, Giannata. My email address is carlosavola at carlosavola.com. <laughs> and their one was c.savola at carlosavola.com and info at carlosavola.com. <laughs> and then later on, she got one, like a new one that was just gloopy at csmp.com, which I think is very funny. Gloopy. Gloopy. Um, so... Amber believes that she is definitely not real and is Carlo. Yeah, and I agree with Amber. <laughs> I have no opinion on this, but um... <laughs> you can't sue me for this. But I think you know I have an opinion. <laughs> it's an opinion. I agree with Amber. That's an opinion. That's an opinion. That's definitely yeah. opinion. In my opinion, the proof she's showing is uh, is is very um... in the pudding. In the pudding. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, these are these are people who were sort of persuading Amber to move her money before the account was then taken. She says as early as twenty nineteen, this was like 
being planned. Which, interesting, <laughs> I have no opinion on whether that's true or not, but, you know. Uh, a relevant piece of information for today, as well, is... Um, <clears throat> in total, with the assistance of some freelance ghostwriters, I have written and published 166 novels, comprising 13 different series under the Bella Forest pen name. 132 titles have been translated into languages other than English, primarily French and German. 84 of my novels under the Bella Forest pen name have been published as audiobooks. Savona's assertion that he wrote to the gender game, a young adult novel, is simply false. Indeed, the gender game is one of the novels that I wrote entirely on my own, without the assistance of any other writer. So, Assistance is a very strong word. So, although Carlo claims that he is the one who wrote the gender game, um, Amber claims that she wrote the gender game. Whereas the truth is that I wrote the gender game. No, I wrote the gender game. <laughs> you might find that I wrote the gender game. Well, listen, no one has any proof either way. So. <laughs> Neither you can prove that I didn't write the gender game. <laughs> that is also true. Um, so, yeah, that's a very funny piece of information. And then I think, like, the last big thing is just this Portugal attack. Oh, my God, yeah. Which is very, you know, alleged Portugal attack, which is very interesting, where she sent a... Like a little affidavit saying, I am a Murphy Declare, blah, blah, I am I'm liable to, I'm able to testify. Uh, she says, on July the 10th, 2020, I was a victim of a physical attack in the apartment I had purchased in HPL's name, perpetrated by persons sent by CSMP. Um, although injured, I ultimately managed to escape. I reported this incident to the Portuguese Judiciary Police. However, the investigative judge has declared this matter secret, secret pursuant to Article 86 of the Portuguese Code of Criminal Procedure. I do not have a copy of this report and no access to any documents in the case file. Since that day, I have had to take precautions for my own protection, including but not limiting to preventing Mr. Carlos Savola and any related parties from receiving any information about my whereabouts. Based upon this incident and for other reasons, I have fear for my life and safety would be put in danger if my whereabouts are revealed. I declare into perjury, blah, 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 executed on this day, 4th of June, 2021. So Carlo hired a bunch of hitmen. Allegedly. 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 And Amber is now on the run. Yeah, which is very interesting, um, contrasted against Carlo's assertions that she is on the run from the FBI. <laughs> it's like, uh, for being a Harry Krishna. <laughs> for being a Harry Krishna. Yeah. What's interesting about the timeline of this, though, is that this attack was, like, before, like, before the whole situation started, basically. Like, I mean, it, was... it might have been what tipped her off. Yeah, it was, like, right after... I think it was, like, right after he cut her off from the account and then immediately sent out the attack. Like, yeah, she wasn't so, in July court 10th. yet. Yeah. Scary stuff. Yeah, like, if that's true, then that's super fucked up. Uh, and I'm very sorry. Yeah, please Carlo, don't dox us. Carlo, please don't send him an after us. I would love not to be killed by Italian millionaires... And their alleged hitman and or mafia connections. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my main statement on the yeah. <laughs> Listeners, after this episode comes out, um, I just want to make it very clear that none of us are suicidal. Um, and that if we are found tied up in the back seat of a car, um, it was not for pleasure. <laughs> if I die from Havana syndrome... <laughs> <laughs> It was perpetrated by an Italian rather than a Cuban. <laughs> getting given a... <laughs> Reading the gender game and getting Havana Syndrome <laughs> The gender game did give me Havana Syndrome. I read the gender game and now I have Vertigo. 
That is true. <laughs> what a book. Should we yeah, transition so. into the book? So that's just our, a little update mm. on that. We'll keep yep. you posted if there's like anything else we find out. Um, as yeah, ever. as as it happens. Um, but you know, related to that, I think today we are going to talk about book one we are of the gender game series, the gender game. The gender, <laughs> gender game. game. We're all sat on the floor now. Um, We're all about florigans. Yeah. yeah. So the the cover of this book, because I have a physical copy. In a world divided by gender. Not like this one. Yeah, this one is not divided by gender. <laughs> this one is divided by cool people. It's divided by class. <laughs> yeah, that's much uh, better. Unlike, unlike there. Unlike, unlike this there, one. There's no class in the gender game. No. Um, I am going to read out the blurb, but I want listeners to bear in mind that there are like four different fonts. It's like, yeah, and some of them are like the same font, but the kerning is different. Or it's like bolder. Yeah. Um, the different sizings. People oh are God. saying that Heartspell is poorly formatted, but listen. No, one's <laughs> no one's ever said that. <laughs> For fans of The Hunger Games and Divergent, from million best-selling author Bella Forrest comes a story like no mm. other. <laughs> a toxic river divides 19-year-old Violet best-selling. Bates. Yeah, well, that's true. Million? Allegedly. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Million best-selling. Yeah. Okay. She's the millionth best author in the world. <laughs> that I believe. A toxic river divides 19-year-old Violet Bates' as well by gender. Women rule the East. Men rule the West. Hold on. That's not the river true. divides her? <laughs> it divides her world by gender. It doesn't really, though, does it? But it but it does. It, it separates the cities of Mattress and Patras. Yeah, but that's not by gender. That's by, like, gender control, I guess. Because, like, there's men and women in both cities. It's a lot snappier to say okay. it like this. Yeah. Welcome. It's an easier sound. <laughs> Welcome to the lands of Mattress and Patras. Ever since the disappearance of her beloved younger brother, Violet's <laughs> life has been consumed by an anger she struggles to control. Already a prisoner to her own nation, now she has been sentenced to death for her crimes. But one decision could save her life. To enter the kingdom of Patras, when men rule and women submit. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> it's only in Patras. Only in Patras. It's Mendum and Fendum. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about the patriarchy is dangerous for a. Everything about the patriarchy is dangerous for a rebellious girl like Violet. She cannot break the rules if she wishes to stay alive. She breaks them so much. And she's fine. She breaks them, like, before the book even, like... She does it just constantly. Like, she doesn't... And everyone seems fine with it. Like, yeah. I mean, we'll get to we'll it. We'll get to it. But abiding by rules has never been Violet's strong suit. That's and she's, true. <laughs> yeah. And that she, is true. What is her strong suit? Uh, fighting. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. She's she's feisty. She's a feisty girl. And she's tired she of playing a game <laughs> she didn't agree to. What game? Yes, the game of gender. The, the game gender of life. game. <laughs> First of all, it's not at all like the Hunger Games. It's or dystopian. Or Divergent. Like I don't know what Divergent is like. Not very good. Kind of like Divergent. I guess in the... I, I, want, I really want to know if the, like, um, tests in this, which we'll, we'll get to again. I wonder if they're no... 
if the tests for like young boys in mattress are the same as pick knife or pick, pick cheese. Pick knife or cheese. <laughs> we should read Divergent. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I mean, it's not very interesting. No. It doesn't really fit into the concept of our show. I mean, it kind of does. It's yeah, a very we bad book. I mean, we can always read any other one. We can read, we can do whatever. It's yeah. Patreon. We literally have no restrictions. No one, like, if we wanted to, we could just do episodes on like wine if we wanted to. <laughs> like, I don't know why we would, but we could. Like, yeah. Yeah. We, I, we don't, I don't have producers. I don't think that's... Yeah, it's... we can. We can look. If you want to do episodes about wine, mm. welcome to Charlotte's wine time. <laughs> Chateau Charlotte. Just get, a, just get a nice sniff of the bouquet of this. Mm, uh, smells like feet. Barcelonian red. Oh yes, that's mm. going right on my nose. <laughs> Make sure not to swallow the wine. <laughs> well, it's you a spin. Don't you have to spit it, it out. Don't just chug a lug it. The biggest choice when it comes to wine testing: will you spit or? <laughs> Well, you swallow. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. She's into more danger than she could ever have predicted. She's forced to sacrifice everything in the Forbidden Kingdom. Wait. <laughs> the Forbidden Kingdom? Sorry. Violet is forced to sacrifice everything in the Forbidden Kingdom, including forbidden love. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. The forbidden in a world love between where a love man is and a forbidden. woman. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like, that's... That's the main conflict of this book, right? That yeah. um, men and women can't be together, I guess. This book starts with a map. Yeah, it's a great map. There is. This is the worst map I've ever seen. <laughs> I know. It's the most unnecessary, like, you, like fantasy map. There's not at no point do you feel like I would. I I really want a better orientation about the geography of this. Or even if you did, it wouldn't help because it's just like two blots and the river in I'm between really them. I'm really curious as to what these two shaded bits are because they're not labeled. <laughs> And I don't understand why Mattress City has this big hole in it. We don't know anything about Mattress City, so... Um, I'm also curious as to where... So when they're in Patras, they, they spend, like, a a certain period of time in, like, a neighbouring city. Yeah, called, that's not like, on the map. Which is not on the map. There's, like, four locations in the when book, you get to one that, of them is not on here. When they get to that city, I got so confused. Like, yeah. I had no idea what this... This has not been established before. What was it called? It was, like... Ter- it was, like, Catal. Catal. Oh, that was it, yeah. Like, Catal. Catal. you do. Yeah. Hard to say. She does say... No part of this book may be approved by any form, including information storage and retrieval systems without written permission from the author, except for the use of brief quotations in a book review. So That's what we're doing. We're That's a book what we're doing. doing. We're going to use brief, brief quotations. Yes. Um, she also, there's a dedication to my readers for every kind comment, email, and review. That's us. That's yeah, us. Well, That's not the kind comment, but the readers <laughs> for the sure. Reviews. We're definitely fans. Yeah. <laughs> I would not have come this far without you. That's true. <laughs> she would have gone maybe less far. I, I feel like we entered the the game a little too late to to actually yeah. be part of that. Yeah, yeah. We never, we never quite. I guess we were like part of her fan community at yeah. her peak for a little bit before we were like her. I mean, for like race. two weeks. Yeah, like, yeah. We did this to her. <laughs> the the disappearance came like pretty quick. Yeah. So um, this book starts with a prologue. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how we want to do this. How do we normally do it? Just go through just it. Just go through, go through it. it. Yeah, so this this is it. the bit that is going to drive me mad for the entire book. <laughs> which is that... Um, so the, the opening, like, prologue bit is about her trying to smuggle her brother into Patris. Like, she lives in Patris, and she's trying to put him in a boat with her cousin who lives in Patris and send him where he can be safe because he's an unruly boy. 
And you're not allowed to be like a mask boy. You, you can't be, be a, a soy a boy baby yeah. in You can't be an alpha if you're in mattress and he's been marked as like bad boy. <laughs> well, we don't really know this when we read the yeah. prologue, right? Like no. it's just very confusing. But so for the whole of the rest of this book, she's going to spend her time talking about how different it is in Patris to mattress. And like, oh, it's, you know, here's, it's, I'm just comparing it to how it is in mattress. But we never see what it's like to live in mattress. Because she's in prison. That's springy, I would yeah. imagine. She's in prison the whole time that we see her, apart from this scene, and this scene is so brief. Like she we don't get like if they had like just like like a day at school where she's worried about this and I mean it would make the book longer, but like you could cut out most of the middle and it would be yeah. fine. Yeah. Um Not in this book. Um, there is there is <laughs> There is like a bit. So she like she's going through we get like a tiny snippet of what's going on because she's going through the junkyard. Yeah, she goes through a junkyard. And um I gazed around the sea of colour-coded trash containers. Nobody was around. The overpowering smell of artificial mint filled my nostrils as I wound around the containers towards the back of the enclosure. The chemical the hygiene department sprayed in here helped to mask the odour of trash, but had the tendency to cause a dull headache. Women. (laughs) (laughs) Women will just put air freshener in and expect that to cover up bad smells, but it's like you have to get to the core of the issue. Just for breezing my yeah. <laughs> Women just can't handle garbage smell, so they have to like put perfume on their dumpsters. It's a very funny problem. I hate her, that about women. <laughs> her brother is there like, will I ever see you again? And she's like, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> she's like, at least lie to him. Yeah. Yeah, this probably was not great, uh, unlike the rest of the book. <laughs> I just I just didn't retain anything about this product. No. Like, no. We hear about her fighting, her fighting teacher this. who teaches her to fight. Yeah. Um, because they abhor violence in Mattress, but also they have fighting teachers. Yeah. I don't know. This is never really explained. Because she dreams of being a cop. Yeah, she yeah. wants to be a cop, which is a warden, which is a big part of this book. And It's not really explained. It's like no. they're cops. Uh, they seem very freelance. They can kind of do what they want. They keep the peace by maintaining the, you know, the rules of society. So I guess like this. Cops... This also drove me insane. Like, I don't know if we're just like really. Do we want to like give like a brief, uh, a brief plot <laughs> overview the, before we get really into it, or do we just? Because there's so many like. There's so I, can't, many, like... I can't mute this because we're all talking. So okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Chess just grabbed a piece of melon and started eating it on microphone. <laughs> Which, if we were, it's very quiet. It's so quiet. I'm basically slurping <laughs> up this microphone. I'm, I'm drinking this watermelon. You can barely hear it. Okay, like, yeah. Do we want to do like a summary? Or... Let's try to do like a really quick summary of just like the main plot. Okay, so she is Violet. Is is it Violet? Yeah. Yes, because mm-hmm. she's violent. Um, oh, that's so true. I know. They call her that. Like, there's violent a point where she's like, I've always been bullied by being called Violent Violet. I would bully name. her. I mean, I wouldn't because she's a psychopath. You don't bully violent people. Like, you don't <laughs> bully people who can beat you up. Yeah. She, she's... <laughs> you really don't want to bully Violet because she'll end up killing you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We get, so we get um, just like a brief introduction to her life. She's like working in a... She's being moved to work in a mill. Yeah. Um, where previously she has worked at a... Like a clothes factory. Like a clothes factory and a sewage treatment works or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like, a, like a doo-doo job. Yeah. Um, and she's being moved because she... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what did she commit, Robin? 
what's the, what's the technical term for it that this book uses over and over again? I'm so proud of this word. What she does is she woman slaughters someone. <laughs> She's after being convicted of woman slaughter, albeit involuntarily, via the use of a weapon, even if it was a dinner fork. <laughs> yes, so this this is such a funny thing to happen off screen at the beginning of the book and then just do the same thing again I love to <laughs> such a funny plot of accidentally murder if you, if you want me to endear to your protagonist like the easiest way to do it is to make her someone who accidentally killed someone in like a violent fit <laughs> with a fork <laughs> she's just like tank girl um I think I just think it's really funny that she does this and then in this section while she's here she then kills another girl <laughs> with it doesn't for say. no reason it li- no, but it also it, it with wire no there's there's literally no No I think she's happen. doing her Let's let let's keep let's keep the yeah, yeah. so she's being moved to this mill because of the woman slaughter um she pontificates about her brother's um like struggles for a bit outlines the patriarchy of Patras, which I just thought was a really funny <laughs> The patriarchy of Patras. Um, yeah, we we get... At this point, we still really don't don't really get what this society is, because there's yeah. going to be a bit, like, 20 to 30 pages later, where she just gives gives you, like, a three-page, like, really rushed <laughs> exposition of all the lore. Yeah. But then, then like, she'll just, like, add bits in, like, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So they, it, they establishes that, um, obviously, there's, there's two societies, men rule men rule in Patras and there's also women there but they're like handmaid's tailed um, and then the opposite for Matras I assume um, they have um, monarchies in both for some reason yeah both has like a king and a queen and there's this whole thing where like we learn that uh, if you're a man in Matras you're not allowed to like get an education or like learn science or anything yeah. Unless you're a relative of the queen or, yes. or her courtiers, which is this whole class thing that is brought up and yet never explored or like no one's ever like, no one has ever like, that's kind of weird, isn't it? That like, if you're, if you're royal, you're allowed to like do whatever the fuck you want, even if you're a man. <laughs> no one brings this up. I mean, I guess we can just get to the whole like lore run up because, because it's like, there's no, no, no real point to like. Keeping it for uh, for later, like she late a, a little bit later, but like still in this first section of the book, she explains that this is actually like America. Yeah. Uh, but there was like a nuclear nuclear uh, fallout or something, and there's they were like this is a post apocalypse basically, and they they found like one inhabited place, but they they tried they immediately made a patriarchy. And then some women were like, no, we're not doing that again. We're not going back to our old patriarchal ways. We are going to find a different land that is less good than, the, <laughs> less good than Patras. It's, it's much less, you know, less, nice. less good vegetables that are growing the there. The soil less, is not much as less, less good produce. But it's still pretty good. Mm. And it's on the other side of the ri- river. And this is where we are going to establish matriarchy and then yeah. th- then they like, like also mentioned what the name of the first queen was and she's like ah but the name of the first king of Petrus s- uh, slipped my mind which is just a weird bit to I was include. like is this gonna mean something I was convinced I was me too that Lee the guy who who's like who she later ends up teaming up with I thought he was gonna be like Royal the, blood. Yeah, I thought he was going to be the brother of the I king. I mean, there's like six more books in this series, yeah. so he very well could be. I mean, be. it might have been, because he keeps talking about like how his childhood was fucked up, and then he says something about like knowing something about the king of Patris or something. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, this is going to be a plot point that comes up and it's going to be significant that she can't remember the name of the king or something, but it just fucking wasn't, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, she, I'll just quickly go through it, she accidentally kills a girl at the mill, um, and because this is now two counts of women's slaughter, which is bad, um, the government and mattresses, they're like, look, we're going to have to euthanize you. Yeah. There's something really interesting also in the language use. So both mattress and patress have, have the death penalty. Yeah. But when... Violet talks about Patris having the death penalty. She calls it murder or execution. And she calls it euthanasia whenever she talks yeah. about Mattress, which mm-hmm. I think is a very interesting... That's not what euthanasia it's, is. It's also this whole thing when she goes to Patris where she's like, if you're a woman in Patris, you're basically a slave. You can't own property. You can't do whatever you want. And she's been in prison for like most of her adult life, yeah. or her entire adult life. And they use child labour in the prison. They use them as like enforced laborers and presumably they don't get paid so they're basically like prison slaves and one of them is a child who is nine years old they get like four hours of sleep and then if they fuck up then they like can end up you know being being killed by the government she does hate it like she does think this is bad in this first section yeah and then she then then, like completely forgets about it yeah she never thinks about it and and even at this point she's not like she just she's just like oh this really sucks for me i have to wake up so early do hard work she's never like this is a systemic failure or anything even though it's like very obviously that i just feel like when she's in patris she and she's like complaining all the time and wouldn't she be like, oh, this this fucks, I don't have to work, and I get to eat whatever. I-. She like, enjoys the food, which, yeah, presumably, but she isn't like, oh, this rules, I get to do whatever I want, I'm not in prison, this is great, actually, even though there's all these restrictions, I can still God. like do the stuff. I, and so yeah. she's just like, oh, it's terrible to be a woman in Patris, I can never live like this. She's much freer, actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah, before we get to Patris, I, I just want to go in on this second woman slaughter for just a second, because <laughs> The, the person she kills is, like, someone named Dina. Dina. Who is at first described as looking... Like a... From, from behind, she almost looks like a man. She's so strong. So uh, instantly, you as the yeah. reader are told that this is an evil person. She's, she's right, like ugly think, and she's fat, so she's evil. I, I was like, oh, maybe this is gonna be like, oh, she doesn't fit. She's like, she looks almost like mm. a man, so she doesn't fit Matrian society. And that's, you know, we think at first that she's evil, but then it turns out she's actually, like oppressed nope she's getting she's a bully yeah. she's bullying the nine-year-old child that is in like the, <laughs> yeah. the no child reason. labor camp <laughs> uh, and then she like steals the image uh that she had the photo that she has of her brother yeah her one photo of her brother. and that's what makes that's what makes violet go sick or more and she's like <laughs> i am going to find dina and beat her up right and then as, she, as they start fighting it's like it's kind of badly described how the fight exactly it's, works. Yeah, all the fights are very confusing. There's a lot like... of fights and they're all very confusing. But like basically, the thing is that she, uh, Dina is, very, is wearing braces, and then she takes out her braces and That's starts it. punching her yeah. with that. And then I think she, right. while they're grappling, she accidentally kills her. Like Violet accidentally kills yeah, she, like, Dina with her own her braces. braces. No, no. Like I'm gonna read this out to you. Okay. okay. So Dina has taken her braces out she's holding them in her hand like a little shiv Mm. um eventually she manages to push violet to the ground um and i'm just gonna read this as i strained beneath her weight i struggled to slip out of the lock she had me in if i'd had longer nails i could have dug them into her flesh in an attempt to loosen her grip instead i had only my bony fingertips to use to press down hard against her pressure points i managed to make her left hand release its hold on the brace but with this hand now free, she used it to clamp around my neck, crushing my windpipe. 
My vision started going hazy and I couldn't yell for help. I scooped up the brace she dropped, but every part of me was screaming to not go down that road, not to even cut her arm in an attempt to free myself. That slope was far too slippery. I wriggled wildly, forcing her to reposition her body in order to maintain her dominance. As she did, I was finally able to put my legs to use. I slid both knees upwards in one forceful thrust, causing her to jerk forward. Her hold on my neck loosened. I gasped, heaving oxygen, and was immediately bracing for another attack. It didn't come. Then I realised my right hand that had been clutching the second brace felt moist. But it doesn't, at any point, like, it seems that she, like, got it in her neck. And I'm re- I'm realising this now, but I read this, like, three times initially and didn't get that. Yeah. It's a very... Yeah. It's like, it's meant to be like, oh, she did it without thinking, so is it really murder? It is. <laughs> like, why Why did she even start doing it? Like, because she stole a picture? Like, Calm down. <laughs> we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't say, but her, her plan to get her brother away fails and he gets taken away and, ta- and, no, and put, into the, put into the mines up north, presumably. Uh, which may or may not be true. Yeah. Because yeah. um, he's an unruly boy. He'd been flagged as excessively domineering in the matriarchal screening lab <laughs> when he was eight and consequently deemed an unfit member of Mattress's peaceful society. Accused of toxic masculinity <laughs> and sent to the boy punishment facility. Mm. <laughs> boys can't even be boys anymore in Matros. Yeah. Um, the naughty step, but it's step like the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like a bit in this fight where she's like thinking, oh no, what am I even doing? And, like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What like, are the, you doing? Why is this in this book? I, 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 like, lost my mind when that bit happened. Like, when she, when she killed, when our protagonist that we're supposed to, like, has killed, like, two people 50 pages into the book. <laughs> I think it's fine that she killed a person. I just don't get why she had to kill two people. Yeah. I don't get why that's plot necessary. Because, like, you could have it being, like, oh, you kill one person and you get euthanized. Yeah. And that would be fine. Right. The first crime could have been something else. Like, she could have stolen something. I don't know. Yeah. But instead, it's like, no, she... In in self-defense, she's murdered two women. I feel like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if, <laughs> Not very feminist of her, she, in my she opinion. she doesn't spend time thinking about this ever. No. No. She never goes, oh, isn't it kind of horrible that I killed two people? Even if There's it was a... in self-defense. And they're all <laughs> thinking about worse. it. Like, oh, I'm so sad that I did that. She's just like, yeah. There's a bit later people. where she's thinking about how... I can fight. Like, she's trying to explain uh, to Vigo. We'll get to him. But but th- there's a bit where she's, like, trying to explain. She can actually fight men. She's... Uh, or even, like, even some of the women she fought in Matras were also strong. And rem- and she's, like, remembering Dina. But completely omits the part that she <laughs> accidentally <laughs> she killed this person. She her. For no reason. Like, but, but, but you're so right, Chess. Like, if, if this had been her first killing, it would have been, like, kind of effective. That she doesn't know what her powers are. She doesn't yeah. know what she can do. Yeah. But if it's the second time you accidentally <laughs> kill someone, like, at one point you got to learn. And also, she's killed two people with a fork and a brace. Yeah. Like, I, at that point, I would be like, wow, we got to stop handling small, sharp objects just in case. I mean, she is being strangled in the scene, so I'm like, I'm not like, you know. But she started it. She did start it, yeah. She just did attack her, but it's because she was being bullied, and the correct response to being bullied is to attack someone physically <laughs> until they try and kill you, and then you murder them with a brace. Yeah. Um, someone who's physically much stronger than you, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, so she's gonna be euthanized. There's a um, yeah. So she gets taken to see the queen and the queen's guy. Um, 
They're, uh, they're both not hot. They're both not hot. Yeah. I want to take a second to just point out something we get about Mattress, which is um, Henford's to this part of the city for years. The, Rac- the Russell Art Gallery with its luminous mural-clad exterior, the multi-columned Whitestone Chrysler Theatre, the pebble-dashed city library. I'd forgotten pebble-dashed? how... Yeah, I'd forgotten how pretty Mattress City was, and I was just like, sorry, pebble-dashed? This is the thing, right? <laughs> Which makes me think that maybe Amber did write him. Yeah, British. Because she's British, and I don't know why she sets all her books in America when she's British. Listen, Sam. Um, but, like, no American is like, oh, the house is pebble-dashed. Like, no one pebble dashes in America. No, they don't call it that. horrible as well. Yeah, because it looks awful. I would never look at a building that's pebble dashes. No. Okay, so what you do is you cement the side of a house and you just stick pointy stones in it, like little ones, like gravel, like gravel on a, on a, uh-huh. and not only, on a wall. Not only does it look like shit, it's impossible to get it's very off. painful if you hit it. Yeah, and it's, if my you scrape against it, house. that's it for you. That's horrible. Um, but the queen and her guy are like, look, we could kill you or we could get you to go on a mission to retrieve the silver egg. Retrieve the egg. <laughs> I... Because <laughs> there's an alternative cover to this book that was in the trailer, the book trailer that I saw, because um, it's got like a like a woman-man symbol with like a woman's face in it, but on the, uh, on the trailer it's just got an egg in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the chapter thing. And yeah. this egg is so stupid and pointless and has nothing to do with the rest of the plot. It's just a MacGuffin. We love a MacGuffin that, like, doesn't matter for, like, 90% of the book. An like, egg MacGuffin. And it's never explained. Like egg an egg MacGuffin. MacGuffin. <laughs> an egg MacGuffin, yeah. Nice. Mm, delightful. That's like an episode name, yeah. yeah. I, the, the Queen's guy, we just mentioned this Queen's guy, Alistair, and I thought that he's going to matter because yeah. he's, like, it's, like, one of the few, like, high-ranking males in Matrian society. Doesn't matter at all. No. Like, w- we'll get to it why he doesn't matter but <laughs> later. But it is weird. He, the, they're like, we think that someone from Patris who infiltrated our lab stole this silver egg that we've been working on. Yeah. Fortunately, the egg is very difficult to open. Mm. But if they figure it out, we're in trouble. And mm. they don't tell her what's in the egg. And we don't know what's in the egg, even after reading the whole book. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know what's kind of what's in it, but we don't get, like, what it means. Yeah, we'll find out in the yeah. next book, classically, for a... <laughs> I do think I have to read all of the next, film, the next books. I, I think Gender Secret is the next one. I don't yeah. think anything's ever, like, concluded, though. So. Yes. The gender secret. It is what's my gen- secret? The gender secret. <laughs> the gender secret does have the egg insignia on it. Egg. <laughs> this yeah, this book is about chasing eggs. Yeah. Um, because it's about women. Yeah, silver egg, women, women. It's a metaphor. I've read the, the Da Vinci Code. Both silver <laughs> and eggs are women symbols. <laughs> yeah, cups of vagina. Yeah. <laughs> um. So she gets told, look, you have to pretend to marry a guy who's working for us. In she has to actually marry him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to marry this guy in Patris who's working for us and then you can use his like influence to kind of infiltrate the labs and steal back the egg. And that's like the... That's their plot. That's, that's the, the plot. main That's the plot. Aim. So it's forced marriage plot. Yeah, it's which, forced marriage which you, think you, you think you know where it's going, but it's not. Yeah. So at this point... She's so upset at this thought of having to marry this guy. She's like, I never thought about marrying a guy before. Which I thought was weird because she was like, at, she was right at being killed. Like she was yeah. right at being executed for double woman slaughter. Like at that, <laughs> at that point, you're not like, 
what the fuck, I have to marry someone? Yeah. You're like, thank God, I'm so not it's, being it's executed. Just, it's like her reactions to things is always wrong. It's just like never yeah. feels natural. It just never seems to relate to to what what her story is supposed to be. No. Violet is, Violet is like one of the worst protagonists I have ever encountered <laughs> in anything. She's so bad. She's incredibly bad at everything she does. Like, you'd think she gets this heist mission, right? Like, that we just established. She gets this mission to recover the egg. And as soon as she's in Petra's, for, like, 200 pages of the book, she completely forgets about it. She acts like she, acts like she now has to live in Petra's, like, as a normal person. Yeah, for, like, all her life. So she's gonna, she's gonna marry this guy and go over and stuff. And it's just... Yeah, she acts as if, like, this is her internal fate rather than, like, a single mission that she has to do. Um, she's informed that her brother will be returned to her. No, she's informed, and I thought this was interesting wording, that a week after she delivers the egg back to Mattress, she will s- see her brother. Yep. Which, uh, to me, okay. I was like, her brother is dead. Yeah. This yeah. is like a, yes, Maybe. Oh, oh, oh. You'll you will be reunited his... with your brother yeah, like in the... hell. Because, <laughs> like, the way the seeing her brother works, right, is that the queen offers her, like, to do this instead of dying. Yeah. yeah. And then she says, hmm. Yeah, she, hard, she hard negotiates. What if, I, what if I get more leverage on? What if I ask for more? Which is, which honestly, not to be, like, you ungrateful bitch, but, like, you were, you were literally about to get executed for double woman slaughter. Yeah, like, like come on. Yeah, which is why, like, part of me wants to be, like, I don't know why the queen co- coalesces to it, but I don't think she does, I think the whole point was that they were yeah. fine with Violet dying. Although she does sen- sense that the queen is like, like really needs this egg thing. She to really happen. needs the egg. But why is Violet the only person who can do this? Why? Why not anyone else? Why not? So after this whole scene, and she gets like told that she's got to marry this guy, she does like some more fight training with her with her old fight teacher. Her old fight teacher. Her old fight teacher would have been a much better choice. Yeah, like why not? I mean, I guess it's because she's meant to be also expendable. Like, they need her to do yeah. the mission. But yeah. also, if she's caught, then and it she's doesn't matter. she's a really matter. good fight teacher, so they do need her. And she means yeah. to get married to this guy, I guess. Yeah, because we, we have this whole thing of there's, if there's an incident between Patris and Mattress, they'll go to war, and it won't be good for Mattress because they don't have, like, the people or the resources that Patris has. But see, yeah. what I don't get about that... They don't that, earn as much for the... Situation. <laughs> I think it's 75 cents yeah, for exactly. <laughs> but, like, what I don't get is they know Patris took the egg. Yeah. Yes. And as far as we know, <laughs> there are no other civilizations in this book. Yeah. There's no. Mattress and there's Patris. Yeah. So they're like, listen, when you steal the egg, you need to be really covert because we can't have them know that it was us. And it's like, who else would it be? That's what I kept thinking as well. <laughs> like, who else would think... be stealing this stupid silver I don't know. egg? I I the... Maybe they don't ha- they're not allowed to have proof. Like I guess the idea might be that someone used it, it stole it for like private use. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's my private egg. Because there are yeah. other there are other groups who are hanging around who are interested. Yeah, we we'll learn about anarchists true. later. Yeah, like, I don't know why they'd know about the egg. They yeah. Um, I, don't I, I don't get why Patris. I don't get how Patris stole it and why they're allowed to steal it, but Mattress isn't allowed that's to steal it back. Exactly, because Mattress would be just like, yeah, that's our egg that you stole. But, <laughs> I don't even get how any of this works, like, with resources and stuff. Because, like, Mattress doesn't have many exports. No. Which is why they're always having issues and they have to they spend so much money on Patris. But why doesn't Patris just, like, then take them over? Yeah. 
if they're if they're so into it. Because there's this whole thing about like people in Mattress and Patris can't really get married because they both find it awful being in each other's countries. Which yeah, because it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and in both ones, they're like one gender cannot be educated. They must be a brute force laborer who is not allowed to know how to read. And it's like, why though? That's not gonna be helpful for the society. No. There's um, she gets told that she has to train with her previous fight teacher yes. in this in place the called the Green, which is like a big toxic forest. Oh, the river also in this that separates Mattress and Patris is also super toxic, and it's got a name, but your tux. So its official name is the Vale River, aka the Suicide Stretch. Yeah. What are we? Suicide, suicide stretch. Um, anyway, it never seem it never seems that people die in it though. People seem to cross it like all the time. Yeah, yeah. She mentions that a lot of people like go north. Mm. Like some people run away north through the green. Okay, so this, I imagine that'll be in a. This whole bit about her training with her old teacher though seems so unnecessary. Yeah. Like, all, she all, doesn't. Why does she need to know how to fire guns? I don't know. Like all, all she does is learns learns how learn how to shoot guns. Like, it's never gonna it matter in the book. It makes sense for the next book where she's like in the green, and she now knows about the stuff and like how to kill it and stuff. But like, did her teacher know that would happen? No. Why I'm did also, it, Why why are they doing? Why that? would they have prepared her to go into a situation where she's not going to be given any rights, let alone guns? And they're yeah. like, here's how to shoot. Yeah. It's how to survive. They, well, they tell her how to survive in the green. Like they learn. <laughs> They, she like learns about all the animals and fauna of the green in this like ah oh, here's the wildness of the world but you can survive it if you know the the ways but like she's not going to the green so why yet <laughs> yeah it, it only works because her teacher and everyone knows her plot next book and wants to prepare her for it so that she doesn't get into trouble and doesn't know what she's doing in like the next book it's very stupid I am. Um... There is, like, a line here which made me laugh, which is, as much as Mattress's leadership made efforts to emphasise that every law and restriction instituted was for the sake of our nations <laughs> and womankind's long-term peace and well-being, and that it was only because of a long history of misbehaviour by men that we were in this position to begin with. Lib firms. <laughs> their assurance wasn't enough for a minority of women whose lives have been touched by the screening, which is where their boys get, like, told they're, they're toxic, chads and they yeah. get sent away. Just womankind <laughs> both of these societies are monarchies I just yeah yeah. There's no, right, like, there's that's, no democracy in either so that, I don't get and I mean there could be something worth exploring about how like after after an apocalypse like you know people immediately decide to do a monarchy or whatever but like it's not it's not really a theme like it's not really no. problematized how weird it is that they both have a king and a queen oh no one ever mentions it like no. that's <laughs> and the other thing the other thing that's incredibly weird to me is that Right, this is post-apocalypse. Like, yeah. everything is nuclear wasteland. And still, like, especially... We don't know anything about Matras, but, like, everything in, in, in Patreon society is, like... The same. Fine. It's just the same as we have it's now. Like, but, like, how do they rebuild civilization, like, to... to there's, like, a couple things that like, out. like, they have pages, but they also seem to have yeah. phones. The, yeah. <laughs> but then there's stuff like they they still like drive cars and motorcycles like that's just normal they have just normal houses yeah like, but then they can also they also have the technology to modify three motorcycles into one flyer flying <laughs> not flying <laughs> this is the most it's just like one, one guy but they have the te- they have they the have technology, technology. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how they could rebuild like if it's like after an apocalypse how they can have such advanced technology like I 
Good question. We'll it never just, know. <laughs> the whole like post-apocalyptic thing just doesn't seem to matter at all. No. Like it would have been. I think it would have worked better if this were just like, a, like a normal fantasy world. If it, if it wasn't like our society yeah, in the yeah. future. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. The training scene. <laughs> I highlighted this just because it seemed funny. This is this is another case for it being written by a British person. Um, I approached and stood next to her as she began to empty the bag's compartment of more weapons, guns, large and small. <laughs> All guns, large and small. All things bright and beautiful. Yeah, so there's a bit here where they hit rush hour on their way back to Mattress, which I found very funny because not only have they maintained cars, but they've maintained the 9 to they 5 that like, causes yeah. rush they hour. They have, like, no population. Like, both of these places have, like, the smallest population, and that's this huge issue. <laughs> but they still have rush hour. The roads are very small. Yeah. <laughs> they have just one road. Yeah, they... See, the thing is, partly this, this like, training scene doesn't need to be here, but, like, most of the middle of this book is, like, incredibly boring filler. And there's this section here when they're talking about the training where it's, like, talks about a horde of venomous spiders raining from the trees and then just I completely on. forgot about that. Well, yeah, because they don't... It just all happens... Yeah, I mean, there's all these, like, mutant animals in the green that's just like, okay... We're not going to talk about it, though. It's fine, though. <laughs> that that seems... I just said it doesn't... Uh, it's not at all like the Hunger Games, but, like, that bit seems to be, like, inspired yeah. by, like, all the toxic animals they have there. Yeah, that bit could be in the Hunger Games. Yeah. But, like, just the rest of it just isn't. It's like them trying to be more like Hunger Games, I guess, in this one. But, yeah, the green is weird because, one, the green is an incredibly uninspired name. The green. Yeah. Two, the way it is <laughs> on like, the Mattress map... and Patrice. The... It's a, this is really like one of the la- laziest of these books. Yeah. But like the way the green is positioned on the map at the beginning is also just like a stripe. A strip, yeah. Just like a strip. It's just the top border. But apparently there's stuff beyond it, so we just don't get to see it's it. It's the Chicago book City two, from Book 2 has a, has a bigger map, probably, yeah. Yeah, can't wait. It expands, like in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she goes to... Yeah. Well, I don't think there's anything that... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our nation is founded on peace, she says. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically she she meets the guy who she's going to see in... Pa- like she's going to marry in Patris, which is this guy called Lee. Lee, Lee Bertrand. Lee Bertrand is the most British name. Like, I know, right? Sorry, you've got to marry Giza. <laughs> like, you've got to marry, like, Robert Conswobble. I didn't, uh, I didn't pick up on the Britishness necessarily, Bertrand, but when I, when I read Bertrand. the name, this, I, I just thought this is... I can't imagine, like, a 20-something guy with this name. Yeah. Lee Bertrand. Lee Bertrand. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, this is just, like, one of those fan fictions where they're, like, forcibly married and then they, like, fall in yeah. love. Yeah. But it wasn't. <laughs> because the first, the first scene where they're, like, where they, like, meet, it's like, oh, he made me a really nice meal. <laughs> he treats me... Yeah, because... He treats me nicely. So they, they, they immediately get married, they go clothes shopping and get her hair done... And I want to I want to talk about that bit because sorry just, about the just, just on the British thing he wears a tartan cap out in public which is British <laughs> that's, that's just that's British. just, he's just like, like a gentle he's, he's a, a country farmer gentleman. guy yeah he's a farmer because like first they meet and like he cooks her food and whatever and shows her and then he's like we're going to have a busy schedule tomorrow in the in the morning we're going shopping <laughs> in the afternoon we are getting married and in the evening. I am sure I am introducing you to my colleague. And then her reaction was, a business schedule is an understatement. 
You are it's like that's right three person. things. It's three things. It's one thing for the morning, one thing for the afternoon, one thing for the evening. What is that? And you, she was a child you're slave. You were in slave prison. You had to get up at like five a.m. and then like work until like seven. But it's fine because then she, you only do one thing. Yeah, you only did one thing. Yeah, so that's fine. One she work. Too much stuff. There's a hairdresser who like never refers to her, and they ask her husband for like. What, what she's gonna wear and stuff and the hairdresser you know he is never it's never explained whether or not he's gay <laughs> there aren't gay people there's no gay people in this Gayness world Gayness isn't mentioned as a concept as, as uh, like anything queer. as like a, a possibility a society where masculinity is held up as like a strong ideal and um women aren't really allowed out in public and gayness isn't mentioned at all well because it's just it's just like yeah, because it seems like it's ancient Greece, right? Like, women have to stay in the house unless they're with a the man. Yeah. yeah. Very ancient Greece, but, like, you know, none of the other stuff that happens in ancient Greece. Yeah, like, same about, same about, like, the Matrians, right? Like, yeah, there's no lesbianism on a uh, mattress, even though they all, you know... There's also, weirdly, there's also no abortion. There's the, abortion yeah. is illegal in both places, I think, because of the fertility stuff. But it's also just, like, a really weird point that's mentioned, like, in the last two pages, almost. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, but it also doesn't it's seem like there's, like, a lot of people to even have sex with. Well, yeah, this is the thing, is that none... They don't seem to have much casual sex. I, they don't seem to have sex for fun, yeah. No, and, like, there's, I mean, there's, there's like, roving bands of, like, rapist men in yeah. Patris, but there's not that many women around. No, so, so like, I don't really know whether... What, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like... At least even in, like, The Handmaid's Tale, even though that's, like, you know, very... A kind of clumsy book. Um, they have, like, you know, fancy brothel places that they go to because that's normal Yeah. in that sort of society. But in this, they're just like, no. Most men are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Although they, they are, you know, the king of Patris is creating a drug that makes you not feel emotions as much because men hate emotions. It's a drug <laughs> that makes you more logical. It makes you logical and emotionless, which is just being a man because you're logical and emotionless. Incredible concept. Oh, and um, Lee, who she meets, is just like super cringe because he's like, he wants to live in Mattress at this point in the book, which is really embarrassing because like he just wants to go to the place where he's not allowed to read or like... You know, he has to be a physical laborer, even though he's like a soft-handed science man. Yeah, <laughs> embarrassing. Um, so there's a when they go to get married, and I'm, I made a note about this because they go to the central matrimony um, registration office, and I was genuinely shocked that it wasn't the the general patrimony <laughs> registration yeah. office. I think that's a bit of a missed opportunity. Yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> Only she gets a ring. She's like, ah, my lead. This is my slave <laughs> ring. <laughs> Only the wife gets a ring is such a funny concept. <laughs> she okay, so she it's kind of yeah, it's the like um forced marriage thing. So she goes home with Lee, they like they do the shopping, he gets her a hand treatment as he calls it. Um which is a manicure. Which she hates. Yeah. She doesn't like it. Um She's and, bored. Yeah. And he like goes She's out to work like and stuff. Who, She's not like other girls. Who love manicures. <laughs> she goes to his house and like he leaves for work during the day and she like goes into his library and there's just the line I noticed he had an awful lot of books on oh guns explosives and other weaponry <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm sure it's fine it's nothing I mean he spends like a lot of this book like finding explosives um, like that like whenever off she's screen. yeah off screen he's like doing explosive stuff and something weird in the cellar uh, which we find out at the end what it is 
Uh, but he, yeah, no, he's super sore. He has a dog. Um, she's she's not into him. She sees. Um, she keeps mentioning that she's not attracted to him. Yeah, well, he's um, kind of a beta. Yeah, she's he's sees, a male feminist. He's, yeah. he's he's like, what we're gonna do? Here's the plan to get the egg. We're going to ex- we're gonna do a bunch of explosives at this particular dinner. Um, at the science place, and then you're gonna go get the egg, and then we're gonna escape on the roof. Uh, so somehow, somehow. <laughs> um, and we're gonna we're gonna pin it on this guy who's a warden, but he's like not like the other wardens. He's like sensitive, but also rugged and masculine. Um, and she's like, oh, I'm looking at his picture, and I'm very attracted to him. She's not like, wow, I'm experiencing horniness. Yeah, which she's, is, yeah, she's like, which is a Bella Forest staple. Actually, not knowing what being horny yeah. is. She's never met a, like a, an alpha man before, so she's like, oh, men can be rugged and masculine, <laughs> and I'm into it. Like at, at all other points, she's like, oh, I hate like the way men are in Petra's. Like, yeah, yeah, I hate when men are domineering, and then she sees one that's domineering but like hot, and she's like. Ooh. Well, he's sensitive though. He, he sensitive. had a mattress wife, and then she killed. <laughs> she, she, she killed. And it's just someone attacked her, and she killed him in the ensuing battle. And women aren't allowed to be witnesses to crimes or defend themselves in Patrick, so she ended up being hanged. Um, so he's like super depressed boy, which is understandable. And he's forced to. Um, he tried to help her and get her out, and his punishment he has to be. Um, a volunteer policeman for the next three years uh, where he's a slave cop he's not allowed to be paid for it so he has to cage fight in his spare time this book has so much cage fighting in it that's like most of the book like for the next where for the next like 200 pages nothing happens in this book Yeah, yeah it's really boring they like go to a bar and she sees her like cousin oh there's a brief mention of polygamy being allowed in patris yeah but like yeah but only like one guy can have multiple wives yeah because there's yeah. not that many but then there aren't that many women there so i don't understand how there's enough women for all the it's, men it's, not, not really. it's like that you can't be a woman alone so yeah. you have yeah. to because you get put in like a woman's home where they where they look to <laughs> you and you, you die sad in the woman's home unless you find a man to marry you so but the the, the the dinner they're going to is a good point because it's a good illustration of like my main I, I'm, not, I'm not it's not like a gripe necessarily because I wasn't like gonna enjoy this book anyway mm. but like one of the one of the big frustrations in this book is that Violet, Violet is just incredibly bad at this yes yeah and there's this dinner is like one of multiple times where she just immediately completely blows her cover yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, I see my cousin here. Instead of acting normal and not looking his way so that he doesn't look over and make a scene, which he probably wouldn't do, I don't yeah. think. Um, or she could just or say... Even if he did... Yeah, she can just say, look, I got married. Yeah. Well, because well, she's like, last thing he heard, I was in prison, so he's going to be like, how did you get over here? But like, I think people are more likely to buy, oh, I was let out of prison, but I was exiled or something like that. Yeah. Rather than like... Oh, I'm on a secret mission. <laughs> but it's, yeah, instead of just ignoring him, she like escapes out the back of this weird pub into an alley and then stays there for a minute to see if like her husband follows her and then he doesn't. So she's like, well, I guess I'll leave. And then immediately runs into one of these evil gangs of like, yeah, like horrible roving, men. Yeah. Roving, roving, creepy men. Is this, this, I don't know, this this society is very weird. But they're like, oh, pretty lady, we're going to say, oh, we're going to get you. And she's like, no, we won't, because I'm a fighty girl. And then she, like, gets she one of them. them. She punches one of them. She, she, then she runs away. Yeah. 
And she runs into uh, this guy, Vigo, who's the hot, sexy warden we were talking about before. And he's like, what are you doing? Vigo. What are Vigo. you doing? I hate this guy. You're, you're without your husband. What's going on there? And she's like, oh, I was, you know, I was just I'm like... I'm new here. I'm new here and I was just going for a run. like, <laughs> 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 You better, you better be careful. Terrible things can happen to women on these streets. <laughs> it is so tell me about my wife. You may think, you may think that uh, Robin is doing the the voice modulation thing that we did at the beginning of the episode on Chaz again, and that's no. why her voice sounds like. But this is all natural, baby. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Speaking of voice modulation, <laughs> the next scene, it's like Lee and Violet talking about going to visit his workplace. But in order to do so, she needs to look like a bloke. So he gives her like different color eye contact lenses to make sure no one knows it's her. He gives her a wig, some fake facial hair, mm-hmm. um, and some like men's clothes. We don't he also has a men's bodysuit, but she doesn't put that on yet. That's for a later men's time. Men's bodysuit. Um, and he also gets her to take a deep vox pill. Mm, deep vox. Um, <laughs> he says, you should have tried to avoid speaking at all costs, but in case you can't. He held out the box, the small box so that I could see the front of it. Bold, jagged black letters stamped across the packaging announced the product as deep vox. Deep box. Great name. Go deeper. You're kidding me. Nope. Last longer. <laughs> this is actually a thing here. Swallow one of these and it'll deepen your voice for up to 12 hours. Designed for men who aren't happy with their natural tone. Yeah. And They're this- doing so much gender in this book. This is literally like gender <laughs> affirmation for cis men. Yeah, the the slogan for this pill is go deeper, last longer. Go deeper. Go deeper. Last longer. Last longer. Yeah, and so she doesn't... I'm, st- not, I'm not doing a deep voice because I'm very confident <laughs> in the way my voice already sounds. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she she does this to go to the the place and look, like plant bombs there, and she also goes to watch a cage match a cage match of Vigo's, so she can put a tracker in his water in a scene that has zero tension and it's completely pointless. Um, yeah. Because she isn't even like he doesn't even go like oh why are you hanging around my water bottle he doesn't even notice and she just watches him cage fight and is like oh he's so great at cage fighting yeah and he's so good at cage fighting there's no tension about whether or not he'll win these fights are awful like yeah. they're very hard to follow there doesn't seem to be there's there's later a point where Vigo is like oh I hate the whole showmanship which is like the most enjoyable part of like fighting sports mm-hmm. yeah so it's just like but 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 she's also like. The audience were only there for Vigo. Like after after his fight is over, they leave. They leave, which is wild because his fight is also described as like lasting only twenty seconds. Yeah, because he he like knocks the guy so out. I, the, the, which is an insane concept that the audience for a fighting sport would be there would be there to see like really short fights. Like there's no there's no in, no intensity yeah, like, in there. Like, there's wa- no excitement that? in there. And if and if they were gonna do that, you'd bill him last. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the people stay. Like in like in in in, in wrestling, you know, the, the big matches are the ones that go for like 30, 40 minutes, right? Like yeah, because yeah. it's like ooh tense, and he's just like, no, I'm just gonna knock this guy out. Yeah. But so <laughs> yeah, she does that, and it's fine. Then Leah's like, okay, so we need to figure out a way so where I can go to work and you can do stuff like tail Vigo to make sure yeah. he is a good candidate for being a bomb anarchist. Yeah, what happens is uh, she he's like, oh, now we need to do another pointless mission where you figure out what Vigo's uh, like, schedule, is. schedule is. So she goes to the gym where he goes and like finds his schedule, and then she's like, 
waiting for Lee and he takes ages so she decides to like punch <laughs> punch him but like a bag yeah this time she is wearing the male body bodysuit which I right being <laughs> in a bodysuit first of all I don't think would look realistic second of all to do exercise they have one? the technology why does this exist <laughs> why does Lee have well one? there's like there's like a point a few chapters later where she's like she's looking at all the men in the streets and she starts wondering how many of those are like actually wives of uh, wives of men wearing male bodysuits in deep fox just so they can experience what it's like to yeah, to like be a normal member of society the entire society is just women but, it's but like, all the like, like trends like undertones like Brian where all the people at the stoning are women wearing like false beards yeah, but like this is never ex- this is never explored in any way. Right, like there's there's no like the the way like gay people don't exist, you know, like also like all the like trans undertones that this could have, is just nothing. Like it's just them wanting to be part of the society. Like that's that's all. It's <laughs> she, not like a gender envy stuff. No. She never talks to a woman in Patches. Oh my god, that's so Which you're right. I think it's so funny. She and never talks to the only woman she interacts with is this one woman she hears getting beaten up. And then she, like, saves by getting the police to go sort it out. We with, don't get a resolution. Help, but we don't get a resolution and lol at the police helping. In, and even in, like, normal society. <laughs> um, and the fact is that women all there, apart from the one who tortures her, yeah. are just, they're either psycho or victims or victim psychos. And there's never any woman who's like, here's my perspective of what it's like to live in Patris or have, she, have grown up in Patris and she does overhear some women who are also at one of the cage but matches normal. but they're just like acting like normal women at any sports match so it doesn't seem yeah like yeah. no one's ever like oh you might think this is a problem but we also get this which we wouldn't in Patris instead she just never talks to any other women mm-hmm. which is just really fucking funny I don't know this book just feels like it, it feels so I don't know what the right word for Shallow. it is but it's just yeah yeah like it's just the only characters in it basically are Violet, Lee, and Vigo, and that's all the characters we spent all the time. Like, there's like a couple of other people in it, but like you never get you never get the idea that there would be like a you know lived-in like cast of characters or anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, Vigo catches her wearing. She gets into a fight with another guy. Is like a like a practice bout. She's a good um, time. And she's like, I love this. I wish I could be a cage fighter. I wish Mattress had cage fighting. Just that would be so motivation. cool. Uh, yeah, but she's like, okay, why do you love fighting so much? Don't you have any trauma about murdering two women? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just love to fight. Violence is my favorite thing. And that's really sad that in Mattress they don't let me like <laughs> express that love of being violent. <laughs> And this is this feels like another moment of like her completely like forgetting why she's even here. Yeah. Like why. Why do you care about this? You're on a mission. Mm, you're on a mission, mission because a you were sentenced to death. Yeah. yeah. Like that doesn't... It she just doesn't It's just so it. wild how much it doesn't... Uh, from the point on the mission starts, it just never matters that she was sentenced to death. She's on holiday. She's on holiday. Uh, yeah, Vigo catches her because her beard falls off. And he's like, she's like, oh, my husband lets me do this. So I... Because I'm wild and it, you know, lets me blow off steam. Um, and Vigo's like, uh, okay... <laughs> And she manipulates this. Well, Lee is like, here's a great idea. What if I gave Vigo co-custody of you? (laughs) And you, like, hung out with him while he was working? What a great plan. How could this go wrong? So that's what she does. She just hangs around with Vigo on missions for most of the book. Yeah. Falls in love with him, I guess. It's quite... I would say it's a more compelling romance than any of the other Bella Forest books. Is it? I think so. Ah! 
I don't think it's as good as the one in Dark Light. Dark Light, yeah. That's ours. In Dark Light. Yeah, Dark Light is more interesting. Dark Light is the only one that has, like, that kind of has, like, characters. It's better, yeah. it's better than Shade, obviously, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they like each other, I guess. Yeah, it is less less of a fucked up dynamic than Shade, but yeah. uh, but it's still... I wouldn't call it good. I've just stumbled, just going through the book, and I've stumbled upon one of my notes about the world building. So they, they have cars, they have nine-to-fives. Their money, apparently, is just gold and silver. Yeah. That was Why? weird. Because <laughs> he's like... She's like, how much would you be paid as a warden if you were being paid... The shadow of a smile crossed his lips. Vigo's rebel smile. If you really want to know the truth, it works out to about four ounces of gold per month. What on earth is that? Four ounces of gold. The, the whole warden stuff is insane. Yeah. Because it's like she's in this society that she hates. Like she hates patriarchal society because it's so much more oppressive of women. Women have no rights, etc. She kind of hates the women though in Patris. That yeah. too. And then at the same time, it also seems like she... The only people in Patriot she seems to respect are the wardens, like, are the cops. Like, the, the, <laughs> the people who are upholding the system of the society that you feel... That you, you're like... She acknowledges that Patriot yeah. is a bad system, but she likes the cops in but it. But all, all he ever does when she's with him is, like, stop bad men. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, he doesn't do stuff like... He, they, that is the bad stuff about Patris, like, you know taking in women who are alone or yeah. any of that stuff. But it's like very obviously part of a warden's yeah, job, right? Yeah, but like that's yeah. the whole rules of Patris. So But she just doesn't have to do that. Yeah, but yeah. she just has to like cope with the but issue thinks, of him having to like do that to yeah. a woman in front of her. Or she something. thinks cop stuff is epic if you're like catching pickpockets. Yeah. Yeah. Who are then going to sentence to death. Like come yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> or like they lose limbs, I think one of the lines yeah. is they get their hands chopped off, which is like Okay. Cool. She loves that. She loves it. She thinks it's cool. There's like when she's hearing the like woman who's like a neighbor to where she lives, and Patra screaming. Like she literally says, "Best not to think about it." <laughs> <laughs> she keeps calling all the women their doormats, and it's like they're gonna yes. die if they don't. Yeah, it's just so stupid. She only gets away with it because everyone just is like, "Okay, yeah, you're the protagonist. You can do what you want." There's like nothing happens for the entire middle of this book. Yeah, what happens is she they do people. crimes. They they hang out. She learns about him. He's like, you seem like someone who's quite hiding things. There's like a whole plot, like this whole middle section of the book. Weirdly, the plot it seems to focus most is Vigo's rise up in the cage fighting. <laughs> Uh, and, yeah. scene like she's she's like actively encouraging him she's like always oh, like why aren't you fighting professionally why aren't you a professional cage fighter you, you would be so good at it and, and then, he's and like no no I don't want to yes but you should and then there's like one fight where there's like an agent show, shows up yeah. from one of these companies and she like nudges him into uh, into yeah. joining the, the into like, the like higher, higher leagues into the high league yeah. And then she tells Lee, and Lee's like, "What the fuck? You just sabotaged our entire mission. Now we, now we, now no, we no, don't know what the schedule is." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, but I wanted to encourage him." It turns out it doesn't matter because the it, schedule doesn't affect the plan. No, no, the schedule doesn't change. None of it matters because this isn't Lee's plan in the end anyway. But right. like, yeah. one of the things that she does with Vigo is like she stops him from, she she helps him apprehend this like yes gang of guys with the like bad triangle tattoos yeah they have faces. tattoos which means yeah, they're very evil. cool true they have gang tattoos which is a little triangle on their face 
um, we should all get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe or not. These, <laughs> maybe facial. not. These, these aren't very nice guys. But she, like, she, as a woman, like, trips one of them up and, like, tries to get him to stop. And, and this will come back later. Yeah, basically. Then, after she encourages him to do cage fighting... Uh, at the cage fighting match of his first professional one, she gets then kidnapped by one of these gang guys, who then takes her to, <laughs> to like this town outside of Patras, full of like of like masculine masculinary extremists who think Patras is too like soft on women, <laughs> <laughs> and they should be harsher. Um, and they, like, do a bunch of torture to her. They, like, cut up her face a bit. They brand her. They brand her. They, like, they put, they tie her to a table and they're going to, like, start doing, like, death by a thousand cuts or something. Mm. And the main person who does the torture is a woman. Is a woman, which, you know, could be explored She's in like, an interesting way. Because she was, like, kidnapped at the age of 16 and, like, yeah. turned into a wife yeah. or whatever, which is very fucked up. And now she just likes it. And she, now she loves it. She's torturing Violet for being too girl boss. Yeah. Um, I want to point out. So this book is like four hundred pages. Yeah. The kidnapping happens near the end. I think it was like about page three hundred. <laughs> yeah, it happens in like page three hundred and twenty. Yeah. Nothing has happened in the rest of this book. Um, she she fights with Vigo a bit, like play fights, and they oh, yeah, get really does, close. They, yeah, they get really horny. They get ma- they make out, and Lee is like. Yeah, that's he, my wife. At one point, Lee kisses her, but it's like kind of awkward, and she's like, "I would never fall for a beta like him." Yeah, um, like, what's going on? He never mentions it again. I have to. I'm sorry. I was just flicking through. I, I we need to talk about the fact we don't need to talk about. It. I just need to mention it. So the king of Mattress, Patras, sorry, the king of Patras, is revealed in this book to drive or be driven around in a golden sedan, <laughs> which is like the most neat, like. That's a medium car. Yeah, that's very funny. That is a commuter car. Not when it's gold. That's a drug dealer car. A gold sedan is a drug dealer car. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, uh, Vigo rescues her, and she kills another man. <laughs> she does another murder uh, of one of the guys who's, like, chasing after her as she escapes. And uh, Vigo, like, makes her... He, like, grabs her and washes her and is like, you can't let them know that you killed this guy because uh, women aren't allowed to do self-defense murder here uh, I'll just say that I did it and she's like ah oh, thanks Vigo you're so wonderful and she she's really fucked up because she's been attacked so much um but they found her because Lee put a tracker in her <laughs> cool yeah. guy which is very funny um yeah and after this she's like damn I love Vigo so much he's so cool I could never let him take the fall for the crime I'm about to commit so she goes to him and is like gonna warn him but Lee's like, if you tell him, I will assassinate Vigo. Yeah, he sends her a pager message. <laughs> yeah, a scary pager message. And then she's like, oh shit, okay. So she just says, she, I she, I'm here to tell you, that I, love you. That I want to fuck you. And then they make out for a bit. And then Lee arrives. It's a very weird kissing description. Uh, because once they start kissing, she starts going into this like cage fight metaphor. Like she's like, battled for dominance. That's very that's common. Very fan fiction. Kissing. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. it was like supposed to be like call back to like how how he was a fighter and how they were fighting together before. Probably, maybe, but it probably is. But like, um, their tongues fought for dominance. It's very it's like classic romance yeah. novel. Um, yeah, and she's like, "Damn, I couldn't believe a man like I could ever feel this way. Like a ma- like a woman wants to wants a man." And it's like, ah, oh, his his masculine pheromones really got to me. <laughs> 
Which, I don't know what it's saying. It's like, wow, in Mattress, they really do, like, make all the men cucked and they're not hot. Um, yeah. yeah, the quote, the exact quote is, quote is, I hadn't thought it possible for one person to crave another as I did in this moment. Dot, dot, dot. Least of all, a woman for a man. Yeah, <laughs> on, the, on the ebook, it has, like, one of those dotted lines that means loads of people have really? highlighted it. Yeah. <laughs> it is a weird line. I, a I have line. also highlighted it. Because, like, I don't know if that's why they highlighted it, but, yeah. Um, so that's very funny. Lee takes her back home and he's like, "You, why the fuck? Why would you do that? And she's like, I love him and I don't want to do the plan anymore. He's like, you've been here a week. And he's like, no, we're doing the plan. Um, don't worry, take the emotionless pill. Now, I want to point out at this point, there's like 30 pages left of the entire book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's so much happening in the final 30 yeah. pages. Yeah. She's like, okay, I will take the emotionless pill. The bloke pill, the Benuxapan. Yeah, so she takes it and she's like, damn, I'm so logical and I don't feel anything anymore. I This pill seems to have no effect on her. No, she seems the same. <laughs> except, she does, except she just doesn't care about Vigo as much. She keeps yeah. saying, wow, I wonder how bad this would feel if I wasn't on Benuxapan. And it's like, it seems pretty bad now. Yeah, there's, it's, it's implied that there's some dark reason that the king is making this, but we still don't know what that is. That's in book four. I don't know. Yeah. The gender drug. The gender drug. So <laughs> they go to the meal and they have this plan to to do the plan where they blow it up and then, you know, they do the plan where they steal, steal the, egg the egg and it just, and it just, and it just does, they just do it. The yeah. egg just like doesn't come up for like 300 pages of the book. Yeah. There's like no tension in this final like climactic scene of stealing the egg mm-hmm. because it just works as they planned it. Yeah. Yeah. Everything works out. Um, she makes some passing comments about how all the other women at the party are like doormats. Like, I thought Vigo was going to confront her. Yeah. I thought he was going to be like, what's going on? And like catch her in the stairwell. And, would she have been would, good. and she'd be like, oh, I, I, there's stuff I have to do. And he'd be super betrayed. But we just don't see him again. No, instead she's just like, she calls Vigo. Apparently the plan is she calls Vigo to tell him, uh, we need to talk about yesterday. I, I really need to talk to you uh, tomorrow. Uh show up at that point and then then they like don't meet because like the point is he was supposed to be there just so. wait wait near a future crime scene for like 45 minutes yeah, yeah. she's like if I sh- if I don't show up in 30 minutes then you can leave yeah which is yeah. so funny I mean, like, I'd be like no nobody would agree to that <laughs> it's just yeah and then we I just like there's no we could have had the scene where he's like what are you doing who are you really what is this I knew something was up with you when this happened but there just isn't and that's so weird. Uh, so she she grabs the egg and she goes up to the roof and the king is there, but it's fine. The plan works anyway. And um, she's like, where's the helicopter to come take us away? But it's not a helicopter. <laughs> we forgot to mention that Lee owned three motorcycles and he makes a point of this. He says, oh, sorry about the whirring noise. That's the guy in the garage fixing my third motorcycle. Yeah, well, what it is, is Normal thing. three motorcycles welded together into some sort of aerial device like some fucking like <laughs> da Vinci Da Vinci-esque steampunk like this is so unnecessary <laughs> I don't even why can't you I just have a helicopter I can't picture what it looks <laughs> like I just I want to see fan like art a, like a fucking um, flying machine from around the world in 80 days um and so yeah they, they, she, he comes down on that and he's like time to go and she gets on the thing and he's like oh here we let's go back to Mattress don't worry about Vigo and they fly to Mattress and then he's like wait in the car yeah. I need to show the egg to the queen yeah he's like give well, me like 10 minutes you. Uh, so she waits and he doesn't come back <laughs> 
and then she goes. <laughs> no, he like he like comes back, right? And he's like, "Oh, now you can go inside. The, the queen <laughs> wants to talk to you." Why? Does he? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Okay, well, she goes in, and the queen's head falls off because she's fucking dead because he's killed all of them. And on the table, he has written in blood for the boys of mattress. Yeah. Now, if I were Violet, <laughs> if I were her, this would make me think because my brother is a boy of Matrix and that has been my entire motivation. And like Vigo was like, I think they just kill them. Yeah, I don't think they send them to the mines at all. Vigo, and she's like, Nah, nah, that can't be true. I got to believe the Queen told me. The queen told me I'd be re- reunited with my brother, which is a normal phrase. So she's like, uh, Did he just? kill these guys and she goes upstairs and he's like in his flying machine and he's like i hope you're prepared to take the fall bye but she does a running jump off the top of the building <laughs> she catches a fucking flying machine <laughs> she grabs it and grabs onto it pulls herself up. they have a scuffle and she like pulls him out and he falls and goes splat bringing her kill cat after four <laughs> <laughs> well possibly more if you count all the explosions yeah for at least so now lee is fucking dead yeah he's just dead um, he's dead after he killed the queen his guy alistair and maybe the king of patras who was at the event that yeah. the king of patras might have also died yeah so she opens up the baskets that are like ballasting this thing and they're full of corpses which just yeah. fly to at this point i was at this point i was like <laughs> i forgot about before that. the before the I corpses but like her. Well, at the point when Lee killed like the queen and 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 and, and you know that's killed the king before, I was like, "Holy shit! I love Lee now." Yeah, yeah. he's cool. He's, he's the he's most cool. interesting character. He's, now he's it's dead. like, yeah. What happens is just in case we were confused as to what's going on, he's like written a letter to himself that's in like with the egg in the back of the thing, and it's like, "Ah, oh, I'm so here is my motivation." Ha ha ha! It's like this I letter is insane. Desmond, the way it's framed. Well, he writes it to someone called Desmond. He writes yeah, which to is, someone which is called... his middle name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, he must and be a psycho. This must be his different personality. He must have split personality disorder. <laughs> I cannot believe I trusted this guy who has split personality disorder. It really shows you you never know who has split personality <laughs> disorder. Yeah, he's like, wow, I hate both Mattress and Patrice because they're both terrible societies, so I've killed the rulers of both. I don't get how she's like... Like, when Lee died, I thought... She's going to le- read this letter, right? Like, when she started reading this, I was like, I, I thought it was going to be like, like, oh, no. I killed a guy who was basically on my side because I, Violet, also didn't like either of the societies, right? Like, in Matras, I had to work, like, in labor camps. Yeah. And in... And in Patras, I was a woman. <laughs> in Patras, it was like a horrible society where women have no rights. So, obviously, both societies are bad. Obviously, Lee is, like, the good guy, like... But no, she just thinks he's crazy. Yeah, she's just like, oh, this guy is a fucked up crazy guy, and he's he's a psycho, a psychic twisted psychopath, uh, and I, he's got this egg now, and I don't know why, and he doesn't know where he's going. He's just going north, and he's like, if I die, then that's fine because I've done something good. He's a man of no nation. He was born on a boat in the in the river, in the middle yeah. of the river, on a crossing. That make him made him fucked up. That made him yeah. crazy because he doesn't like any of these societies that you have clearly established are bad. Horrible. They're horrible societies. Yeah. I mean, maybe he'll be rehabilitated in later books, but at this point, she's. Just I like, don't think the later books are gonna up. talk. Gonna even mention him. <sighs> she, We're she, not gonna read them, but like my prediction is that he's not even gonna be mentioned in the later books. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's got he's got the egg, and she's like, "Now I finally figure out why this is MacGuffin." And she manages to open it. Yeah, she opens it, and 
Deglet is supposed to be like impossible to open. Its walls are pitched made of some kind of extremely thick glass, and within it swelled a sack of liquid. The sack's walls were thick, spongy, and transparent. It stuck flush to the glass like it had been glued there. The liquid's texture was gooey and semi-transparent, its colour brownish amber. I touched the exterior with my finger. It was warm. Shockingly warm. The very bottom of the egg was taken up by a black plate whose base was concave to fit the shape of the egg. I guess that was some sort of temperature controlling device. Very reasonable. Shining my flashlight directly through the murky liquid, I spotted something else. It was small. Smaller than the centre of my palm. It looked like an embryo. Yeah, so this is like an embryo in this egg, which I thought probably was what was in it. World's first non-binary baby. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't know what, we don't know what the significance of this is. I thought that it was going to be something to do with Patris not having to have women to have children or something. Possibly, yeah. But I don't know why Mattress would want it unless they don't want to have men or if it's the first... But they can already do that. ...woman, woman thing. Yeah, they just yeah, have... Yeah, it's already like artificial fertilization. Yeah, yeah so I, I don't know what mattress. this... Maybe it's the a baby of the queen and king. We don't know what the fuck's going on. There's nothing is explained yeah. at the end of this Lee book. also doesn't know. Like, he also thinks... Yeah. I just stole the egg because both Mattress and Patris wanted it, so it must be important. Yeah. And she's, like, in this flying helicopter and she's like, well... Um, I guess my only option is not to go back to Vigo's place, yeah. which I thought would have been a sensible option, but it is instead to fly into the green. Deadly yeah, jungle. she's like, time to go north to where I was trained earlier, because that needs to come <laughs> in helpful. Um, I, I found the split personality line, this is so good. She says, uh, so here's the bit. Um, what happens when someone doesn't feel they belong in either nation? Lee's father was a patron. His mother was a matron. Lee of Petrus, Desmond of Matrus. A chill ran down my spine as I wondered if Lee truly was insane. Maybe he had some kind of split personality disorder. Maybe his childhood had messed him up. Maybe. Yeah, so that's that's the end of the book. Which is a classic, like, to me that was a clear hint that the same person who wrote uh, Shade of Vampire wrote this. Yeah. Because that also had, like, some insane, like, pop psych stuff about a disorder that, like... This we is don't what know if exists. Yeah. <laughs> this is mental illness. And then it ends. It ends with her thinking about how. Well, now she's like flying into the green, which I don't know how she can fly this device that was just made by Lee. It's just like a motorcycle. Hmm. I I guess there was also a bit earlier where she learned how to drive a, a, yeah, a she, motorcycle by doing it. Yeah. <laughs> She's great. Yeah, she's like, from this moment on, like Lee Desmond Bertrand, I had to be a player of my own rules. No longer a pawn in someone's game. The gender game. The gender game. So yeah, that's the only book. Book. that's the only part of the book where game is like mentioned. Yeah. And yeah. like she's like, Wow, I wonder if I'll see Vigo again. Yeah, me too. I think so. Probably, I'd imagine. Probably in the next book. Um we hear that Lee was like gonna assa- like Vigo was like didn't matter at all to He's Lee's plans. He just wanted he just wanted, well, because they didn't need a full guy, really, because Lee wanted oh, yeah. them to go to war or whatever. So he yeah, was just like, I just told this to Violet so she'd be, like, distracted. Yeah. Um, and then, and also to, like, keep the mattress guy off my back. And my original, like, orders were to assassinate him. But I just left him alive because YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a really funny thing to add, because he just didn't have to say that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Rico is going to show up in any of this, the future books in this series. I wonder if the like main romantic lead is going to show I up again. If the other character. Yeah. <laughs> the only other character. Yeah, we'll return in the gender secret. The gender secret. Literally, there's now that you mention it, right? Like, because the only other characters who were actually like named characters, like besides Lee. Lee, were like the queen who is now dead 
Alistair, who's now also dead. <laughs> and like her cousin. <laughs> yeah, her cousin, that's true. Um, Nine-year-old child. Yes. Yeah, her like, brother. in the middle of the book, barely anyone. Her brother is also, you know. I think he's dead. I think he might. He might. He's probably survived somehow. I think, it's, it's yeah, I think they do kill kids, but yeah. he's somehow survived. Like, yeah. maybe the queen even thought he was dead when, he's, yeah. when he agreed to it. But, yeah. Um, when she agreed to it, but yeah. I think that's true. Because it says in the in the blurb for the next one, she has to find the two people, the only two people who matter, which is Vigo and, and her brother. Vigo and her brother, yeah. Which is Aww. a summation of her personality, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not one of the better books I have read. There's just a lot of filler in this book. I know. A lot of scenes that were just... They just didn't have any tension because she just left it out and was like, it worked. <laughs> For no reason. She was like, I hate tension in stories. It makes me feel nervous. And then a random really graphic torture scene. For no reason. <laughs> yeah. I, it amps up. Like, the last 80 pages has both Vigo's final cage fight. So the bit where they're, like, training together and getting all luddy. Mm. The... The being kidnapped bit, him rescuing her, them making out, and then the bomb plot. Yeah. All in the last 80 pages. Yeah. It's intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the final bit is, the final bit is like positively insane in a way it was enjoyable to read. And, and, and the, the first like 40, 50 pages were like kind of... In- weird. Yeah, they were weird. <laughs> they, I had fun reading those in a way of what the fuck is this book, right? <laughs> yeah. But then it just drags so much. And it yeah. feels, it feels so, like, the, the way, the way whoever wrote this book only gave it, like, three characters makes it feel, like, so small and yeah. all the... There's no, like, pl- there's no We obviously, like, really. it's fine to not learn anything about Patreon society, but we also don't really understand what Patreon society is like, or... Like, it's not, it's not, or yeah. what we learn about they, it is they not have, interesting. They never have a normal day-to-day of, like, let's yeah. compare the societies. Instead, she's always doing crazy shit, so you never, like, get a grip on what it's actually like to live, like, normally yeah. in yeah. the society. I think... Especially mattress. And, and really, the most infuriating part for me was, like, how, how bad Violet is at all of this. Like, mm. the way she just constantly, she just never thinks about her mission, or about, or yeah. about her motivation, or about her past, or about anything. No. I do besides like, to... besides like strong man hot. Yeah, well, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of admire that in her because she's like getting off death row, and then as soon as she gets off it, she's there like, wow, this man is hot. Why do I care about this plot? Which you know, I just think the conflict would have been more interesting if she was, she was, she, she, she all the yeah. time she would be like, oh, I do need to make this do this mission yeah. too yeah. because seems... so much is because so much is, is on it stake? because yeah, but she just doesn't think about she that. She seems no. mostly just a little bit inconvenienced by it. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. like, this is kind of awkward. Yeah, oh, it's so annoying that I have to pin the crime on this guy. Oh, so there's an explodey thing, but, like, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, all the parts where she's like, oh, this would never happen in Matrian society. It's also funny that she spends the whole book doing, like, a police ride-along. Like, that's yeah. just a very funny plot line. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I think that's it from us. Yeah. For this week. Next time, we'll be doing something. We'll do something. Next time is probably Dark Spell. Dark Spell. Yeah. Dark Might be. Spell. Thank you for everyone who supported us through through this journey. Yeah, it's been wonderful. Um, hopefully, you'll have your ebooks or your physical copies or whatever by now, mm-hmm. which is very you you're welcome. You Heart, probably have. Heart spell is available. Treasure it forever. Amazon.com. Yes. Yeah. And .co.uk and all of the other domains. 
or you can do- get the ebook from our Patreon, which is the more ethical way to get it. So you should just give. You do should that. Just become a Patreon subscriber if you're not, if you're not one of the ones on this who is a Patreon subscriber. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. You. <laughs> we'll see you next time. We have to get up very early tomorrow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. See you next time. I uh, big will keep on big spinning. Keep on big, spinning. Keep, big gender keep on gaming. Big gender, big gender keep, keep on, on gaming. gaming. <laughs> they didn't talk about the third gender, which is gamer. <laughs> That's the next book. Yeah. That's the secret. That's the secret. <laughs> okay, bye. 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 I was busy thinking about boys. 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 I was busy dreaming about boys. 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 I was busy thinking about boys, boys.